You know, first of all, throughout the pandemic, we we had heard stories about poor working conditions and poultry plants. And we, we saw the reporting on spikes in cases linked to those employers. Now, you spent more than a year looking into this. And I just wanted to know, what made you decide to pursue this story? Did you feel that there was a part of it that wasn't being covered? And adding on to that, did you find any new revelations? Yeah. Like everyone else, I was kind of watching as news broke that these huge spikes in coronavirus was happening in poultry processing plants and meatpacking plants. And I live in North Carolina. I knew that we had poultry plants here. And so um, I knew of the plant in Siler City. And so that's where I started. And I was able to start speaking to some workers there who were describing really scary situations. And it echoed what other workers nationwide were saying. And I also knew from reading local reporting about what was going on at Mount Air Farms in particular, that no one was really mentioning this kind of two-tiered worker system that exists where these workers aren't really treated like direct hires of a company like Mount Air Farms. Rather, they're employed by a staffing agency and then, you know, sends them to the plant that works. And so I didn't see that nuance reported on very much when it came to the Mount Air plants. Yeah, and I I wanted to kind of clarify for listeners, you mentioned a two-tier working situation. And and what you're talking about is many of these meatpacking plants rely on staffing agencies who find undocumented immigrants. And so that puts, I imagine, the employer at less risk of liability, because what's happening is you've got workers who are undocumented doing the same dangerous work without some of the same benefits, right? Absolutely. And so Manor Farms doesn't have to claim this workforce as its own, even though these are essentially, you know, through a records request, we we saw the contract agreement between the two companies, between this NIPCAM staffing agency and Manor Farms, and they're joint employers. But workers don't know that. So they think that their employer is NIPCAM, and it gets really murky, sometimes on purpose, but mostly because Manor, you know, doesn't want to claim this workforce as its own, and the staffing agency hires undocumented workers knowingly. And so these workers often don't know who their employer is, or they don't know much about NIPCAM at all. It's just a really confusing setup. And so when accidents happen, like NIPCAM workers, fingers are amputated, um, and they're entitled to workers' compensation, but sometimes they have to go to court, requires litigation for them to assert that Mount Air Farms is just as responsible. They don't have the funds to do that. And so there are all these ways in which it becomes really murky for these workers, but also they're paid significantly less. They think, you know, Mount Air Farms employees in Siler City are paid on average of 15 or $16. And these NIPCAM workers who are employed by the staffing agency make $11 and some change. They don't have benefits. They didn't get hazard pay during the pandemic. There are all these ways in which they are treated fundamentally differently than direct hires. You write the agricultural industry has fundamentally changed the demographics of the American South. So in Siler City, poultry is king. But here in Western North Carolina, we're seeing more agriculture, food packaging, construction. Those are the predominant industries that employ people who are undocumented. And so for, for listeners who might be wondering, what, what findings from your reporting could help illuminate similar injustices that, that un- undocumented folks in our area might be facing? Yeah, I mean, that's a really great question. One of the things that I was really hoping is that this reporting would be replicated. Everywhere that there are migrant workers, there are these staffing agencies 
and obtaining records about those kinds of violations related to staffing agencies is really simple and you don't have to be a reporter to do that. It's just very clear that this system is replicated across so many different industries. And it's astounding to me how little undocumented workers are covered and how little this two-tiered worker system is delved into. I mean, that's one of my big hopes with this reporting now being out in the world is that this kind of reporting about these systems and power structures will be replicated. Well, you spent a lot of time on this, and I thank you for that. And thanks for talking with us. No, thank you. Thank you for having me.